Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome. I'm so excited today to interview or have with us a fellow host on VoiceAmerica.com, a very accomplished woman who has really broken the glass ceiling in so many ways. Her name is Kimberly Lewis, and she has a wonderful podcast, actually a wonderful radio show on Voice America called Leadership Beyond Borders. So you want to make sure that you catch that. And it's on Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific. So that would be 6 p.m. Eastern Time. And um, and Kimberly is just um, quite an amazing person in terms of all the work that she has done over the years. So let me tell you all about Kimberly. She has over 20 years of C-level management experience across multiple industries and has lived or worked in over 18 countries. She has 25 years of cross-cultural executive management experience in Europe, Russia, the United States, and Middle East, in the Middle East. She's won over 29 international awards in marketing and leadership, along with degrees from Webster, George Washington University, and Harvard. She's a certified executive and systematic team coach, and she specializes in cross-cultural leadership training, diversity implementation, and leadership training for women. And she's the author of Ponytail Talk, It's All About You, Winning Career Strategies for Women. She is an American national, the owner of the international company, Global Business Therapy, and partner of Academy of Executive Coaching in London. Welcome, Kimberly Lewis. Thank you, Patricia. That was quite an intro. I'm kind well, of it's like, quite a, it's okay. quite a history, quite a career. <laughs> kind of like I mean, sitting here. Really? Getting I mean, doing... 18 countries you've lived in and won yeah. over 29 international awards? Yeah. Really? Yeah, well, it's 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 over twenty five years and um, a lot of work and um, you know a lot of accomplishments, but um, a lot of uh, obstacles and challenges also on the way. You know, it mm. was not always easy. <laughs> and you and you that's you talk about that on your show, but you also talk about that in a fabulous podcast series that you have just developed that I produced for you. I'm very proud mm-hmm. of. Yes. And it's called Ponytail Talk, and it's based on this book, It's All About You Winning Career Strategies for Women. And I really suggest, folks, that you go to Kimberly's website, or you can go to Spreaker.com or Stitcher.com or iTunes.com. I know you're going to post these, Kimberly, mm-hmm. and you will be able to hear these podcasts. There's all about what Kimberly's gone through and what are her wonderful strategies for women to help them uh, break the glass ceiling. And stay there. Well, yeah. well, thank you. I mean, I I was really happy that you suggested this podcast, and you and I did this over a coffee. We were just talking about it because one of the things that I see a lot, and I know I've been there myself um, as a woman trying to climb the career ladder or break the glass ceiling, is you get a lot of obstacles, and sometimes you think you're the only person that's come up against that. And you go home and you say, oh, what's wrong with me? Um, is it me? And this this podcast series is a little bit of some of the things that I went through. And just to, so people out there will know, it happens to all of us. Okay, different things happen, but it really does happen to all of us. 
I think, though, the higher you go, the more things can happen, right? Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, as you start to climb the career ladder, you're going to meet more and more obstacles. There's actually, there's kind of this middle place um, that I, I think of as middle management. You know, when you first get out of university and you're trying to get to that middle rung and you're just finding your way around and then you get to that middle place and the obstacles are there, but as you start to climb, then they, they become bigger, I think is what it is. They become bigger, the challenges, but so do the opportunities. And I'm a very positive person and the opportunities become great. Greater, as you go. I think that's true, but I think one of the things you point out in the podcast are there are specific things that you point out for women that we really have to look at because really, if you look at it, Kimberly, you know, women have only really grown the way they have in terms of such power in the last what twenty years. So when you started, you were like a pioneer. I mean, women were not so accepted in the Czech Republic or Eastern Europe to come in and have top positions. Yeah, yeah. I tell that story in the podcast. It's a funny one. Um, But it it has changed over the over the past twenty years, and um, but it hasn't because if you look at the statistics and you look at how many female CEOs are in the Fortune five hundred, we're we're kind of covering between six and eight percent. So when you look at those statistics, things haven't really changed. And if you look at, I mean, I remember a series actually that was on um, TV. I think it was um, it was about investment bankers. Uh, I think it was called Silicon Valley. And if, if I don't know if you ever saw the advertisement for those shows, but it was like four guys. Okay, um, so we still have those subtle messages out there, you know, whether they're intended or not intended. And I'm sure the people who produced that, that TV show didn't really intend to do that. But the message was, hi, if you want to be an entrepreneur in Silicon Valley, you have to be a guy. And so we face these obstacles quite a bit. But we also have a lot of supporting opportunities now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yes, we do. I mean, there are, you know, it was interesting. I have to tell you, I watched last night on television, I watched the Miss America pageant 2018. Mm-hmm. And I have never seen in my life, and I've watched these for years, the caliber of women. I'm talking about unbelievable beauty, unbelievable brains, unbelievable talent, and just an unbelievable poise. I mean, beauty, brains, talent, and intelligence. Brilliant. I mean, and and you just, it's really, when I say cream of the crop, this is no longer about, you know, the blonde Barbie doll and the beautiful Mm -hmm. figure. This is, you have to have it all, Kimberly. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's it. That is absolutely true. It's changing, and um, even though I'm personally not the the biggest supporter of that, that right. uh, understand. But okay, but um, but what I'm glad to see is that they've introduced other aspects into oh, the selection process, okay, which is very important. As you're right, it's not it's not just about the the blonde Barbie any longer. Okay. Um, and and that's you know but the messages are still out there. And I think about you know I talk about the Silicon Valley, but also what kind of messages are we giving giving to our our children as they grow up, okay? The little girls who are eight, nine, and ten. I mean, Walmart still has the big pink aisle, okay? Um, but then, on the other hand, there are fantastic um, um, 
new toys out there. Lego has has targeted girls to, to help them try to build. There's a company called Goldie Box, who's absolutely fantastic, has has engineering tools um, focused mm. for girls. So so we're subtly we're slowly getting to change those yeah. messages. We're yeah. slowly getting yeah. role models. Um, but a little bit too slow for my taste right now. So, <laughs> You know, it's interesting. Another thing I want to share is I watched, um, it was, no, it was CBS Sunday Morning, and Jane Pauley was interviewing Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. And it was 10 months after she lost. And, you know, she talked about, she just talked about how difficult and painful it was. But she did say in something, I think I heard her say that, Part of it might have been that she was a woman. And I don't think she was saying that as a sore loser. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, that might that might have been part of it. And mm-hmm. that um, a lot of, she thinks she could have been a little more strategic maybe in talking to the public about what they needed. It, it was... Um, it was interesting to really hear her perspective. She wrote an entire book about that experience. Yeah, and 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 she probably, I'm sure part of it, it did have something to do with it. And that's one of the things that we women have to think about is we need to really, really focus on what we bring to the table, okay? We have to focus on our talents, okay? And we have to really sell ourselves and that and that's a, a little bit different than we might have to sell our you know than what we're taught to do um but we you know you think about there's one position and they you know there's thousands of applicants well one person is going to get that position so mm-hmm. how do you stand out how do you sell yourself so that you at least get to the table for the first round and then exactly. you get to, and then you get selected. Okay, exactly. and um, I think sometimes we're a little bit too timid. To yeah, I was going to ask you that. Yeah. Do you think confidence has a big part of this? Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I think it's it's better. I think if you look at the um, the millennials, uh, the especially the second wave of millennials. Um, they uh, they had different messages. Um, they were parented a little bit differently, and and we're told, well, you have the opportunity to do anything. Even the first wave of millennials were like thirty nine years old right now, or even the you know, uh, um, the you know, bit to the baby boomers. We had a different message. Okay, um, I, I can't say we were discouraged as women, but we were we were not encouraged okay mm-hmm. to to step mm-hmm. forward and and today we are in we the millennials have been a little bit more encouraged so that but still we tend to step forward a little bit later and mm-hmm. and maybe not as much yeah and, well and, yeah yeah it's interesting because i mean i'm an early baby boomer and you know that the way that I was raised is you went to college and you got an education. That was a given. But then the most important thing was you found you got married to be taken care of. Now, if you wanted to work after that or have a career, fine. But the most important thing was that you found the right mate and was secure and taken care of. And you became a teacher. You became a nurse. Very few female doctors when I was very few. So I don't know if you experienced the same thing, but that's what I experienced. Yeah, I, I I was very lucky in my family. My mother, um, my mother was a very very good role model, and um, 
and I had a, a grandmother who was a great role model, and they all they all worked. Uh, so it was a it was a little bit different, yeah. but still still I was kind of pushed into certain directions. Okay, um, it, it not pushed into certain encouraged to go in different kinds of di- directions mm-hmm. that maybe I didn't want to go in. And uh, today I see you know there's so many opportunities today, and and women just have to step up to the plate and they have to take that opportunity because an opportunity only comes once and if you don't take that opportunity mm-hmm. while it's there then you're not mm-hmm. going to have it again and the confidence the confidence it's getting better but um, I think my message to women is is we all have those confidence issues yeah. okay and even men have it okay and they, they just they just articulate it differently or they show it differently okay mm-hmm. but whenever you're trying to grow the you know climb up the career ladder you you think twice oh am i good enough can i get it you know what's the competition look like and you just have to stay positive right exactly all right we're going to take a break and when we come back let's talk about your radio show okay that i'm very excited about and and again uh, the name of your radio show and tell us the time it's on uh, this leadership beyond borders, and it's on the on the uh, Voice American Business Station, and it's on Tuesdays at three p.m. Pacific, Pacific time. Yes, so yes. six p.m. Eastern. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're going to talk about that and and more about some of the seminars that Kimberly is doing. She's by by co- I was going to say bilingual. You are bilingual, but you're also yes. by coastal <laughs> or by by international. She has. A, she has residents in the United States as well as in Germany and in the Czech Republic. So she truly is international, and we'll talk about that as well. You're listening to The Patricia Raskin Show right here on VoiceAmerica.com. America's Voice. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. Life is complicated and sometimes we all need a little help, but don't have the time for a full hour-long session or don't know who to turn to. That's where BetterHelp comes into play. With BetterHelp, I can get matched with one of over 2,500 licensed and approved counselors and therapists and get help anytime, anywhere, totally private. For a flat weekly fee starting at $35, I can connect with my counselor via text, chat, video conference, or phone, which is great for me because I'm always on the go. And I can go back to previous sessions whenever I want through my secure account from anywhere in the world. It's a great feeling to know that help is there, affordable, private, and convenient to my schedule. We all can use a little help. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash VA health and register for free. You can try it for seven days without being charged on your credit card and get matched with a licensed counselor usually within 24 hours. Get better help today at betterhelp.com forward slash VA health. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you found the beauty inside of you? Join Bonnie Bonadeo each week for Beauty Inside and Out. We'll explain how beauty plays a part in everybody's lives. 
Our guests are makeup artists, hairdressers, and doctors. But we'll also feature holistic and wellness specialists and spiritual advisors. You can find that beauty inside and express it to its fullest on the outside. Tune in to Beauty Inside and Out every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. are listening to the patricia raskin show if you wish to call into our program today please call 1-866-472-5788 that number again is 1-866-472-5788 you may also send an email to patricia at patriciaraskin.com now back to the patricia raskin show Hello, everyone, and we are back, and I'm interviewing um, one of the women that I just admire the most, and she's a new friend and colleague, and it's just been terrific. Her name is Kimberly Lewis. Kimberly also has an amazing radio show on voiceamerica.com, and it's on Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific called Leadership Beyond Borders, and Kimberly is truly international. She has over 22 years experience international as an executive management in, in more more than I think it was 20 countries yeah. and she was elected the first female president of the European Association of Search and Database Publishing and has won over 29 international awards for her management capability. She's the CEO and founder of Ponytail Talk, PonytailTalk.com and this specializes in coaching and leadership training for women and she's just on a podcast that I produced called Ponytail Talk. So if you want to know more about podcasts, contact me. And if you want to hear Kimberly's podcast, go to, it'll be on my website, patriciaraskin.com. It's not there yet. It will be. But you can also go to um, to speaker.com and stitcher.com, itunes.com, and look up Ponytail Talk. Or I'm sure, Kimberly, it'll be on your website soon, too. Yes. So. Yeah, well, it is on my website now. Yes. Okay, great. <laughs> so we're all set. So, so let's talk for a second um, let's just talk for a second about, you know, um, sorry for that. I, I want to talk for, about your business and in terms of what you're doing and how you're doing it here in the States and abroad. Mm-hmm. Okay. So my, um, uh, my business, after I left my last CEO job, I decided that one of the things that I thought was really needed in companies was leadership training and leadership training from people with experience. Because as a CEO, I had a lot of leadership trainers and um, I was not always really satisfied with the quality that I got. So I I actually went back to school again and um, uh, went into a master's program for executive coaching and leadership training. And I started focusing on leadership training for women because the EU has a legislative directive called uh, 2020 where uh, they want uh, an equal or a comparatively equal amount of gender on boards of publicly publicly held companies in Europe. In other words, they want 40% women on boards of publicly held. Okay, and the and the actual the member states of the European Union, they it's a directive 
so they don't ha- they can each implement it the way they want to but if they don't they're going to have some very big fines so i th- but what i saw with companies is they were not preparing women to do this so i opened uh, the leadership academy women 2020 for women and i started uh, working with companies i've worked with ebay i've worked with microsoft i've worked with some quite a few con- companies in europe and then i saw that the U.S. wasn't as far ahead as, as I thought they were. I mean, I thought they were a lot farther ahead than we were, and I found out they weren't. So I said, let's bring some of these courses to the United States. And um, I have a few companies now that I'm working with on on this Leadership Women's 2020 program. So it's fun. It's fun, mm-hmm. but it's it's also kind of a lot of travel. <laughs> it's yeah. it's it's back and forth, and um, but our family has uh, always been, you know, with um, you know, two feet, one foot here, one foot here, yeah. one hand there, one do hand you, there. Do you think it's different? Is it very different in terms of business and business for women in the European Union or in Eastern Europe as as compared to here in the United States? Are there big differences? Um, yes, I, I think there are. Um, generally, I, you can say the similarity is that there's still in executive positions only between 8 to 20-some percent women. So the statistics may look pretty similar, but there are differences. In Scandinavia, for example, is very progressive. They have about a quota of 40%, and they have a lot of support. Uh, there's something to be said about social systems and social taxes because there's a lot more, it's it's a little bit more, it's a little easier to be have a career and a family because there are really, really good support systems there. So that makes a very big difference. Um, but then... You know, Europe, what people forget is Europe is not Europe. Europe is not one place. Europe is a lot of places. So, um, you know, it's different country by country. So let's talk also in terms of how it's different, how you, because you work with women both in Europe and in this country. So how does that work for you uh, in terms of um maybe some of the strategies that you use that might be different? I, I don't really differ the strategies. I think the most important thing is when I'm working in the United States um, is I emphasize cultural understanding a little bit more, okay? Because the United States is so big that it's not very often that um, men or women or executives have the time to work with um, internationals, okay, unless it's a really big international company. And today, our workforce is changing. Okay, it's much more diverse than it was in the past. So it's mm. really, it's really important that that managers or executives in the United States learn how to deal with that. Okay, and um, they. Uh, because of the exposure, they're not dealing with it. They, pro- they don't have the opportunity to deal with it as much as Europeans. So Europeans, of course, you know, you could be in one town in Luxembourg and people speak four different languages and have four different cultures. Mm-hmm. So, so that's where my focus, the biggest thing. Yeah. So let's talk now about what you're doing when you come to the States and you teach courses. 
because that's something very interesting that you're doing. Okay, well, there's two there's two courses that I, I do focus on, and one is um, systemic team coaching, uh, which is. I would say team management, okay, is the best way to describe that. And that is something quite new. It's kind of the new kid on the block. It's called systemic team coaching, but it's team management. And it looks at the organization of the team from all angles, from stakeholders all the way into what kind of environmental aspects are inf- affecting that company or that team to the actual team members. So, so it's a complete different approach on team management and it's quite powerful. I wish I had this, I wish I had this tool when I was a CEO. Um, it's only been on the market from uh, Peter Hawkins who, who really founded it. It's only been out there a couple of years, maybe seven or eight years. And then the other one, most of the courses I do are really custom done. Okay, the company comes to me and says, we have this women's program and this is what we'd like or we need a diversity integration program. And um, I always app- tailor it to that company. Okay? And most of them are in-house. I'm doing going to start this year to do a few out uh, open uh, university ones. Mm. But them are in company. In, in, and I'll probably do that here. Uh, and I'll do that in the Boston area first. Um, possibly Chicago. Yeah, so. Wonderful. All right, we have a couple of minutes left. So let's look at what do you want to leave our listeners with about women succeeding in business, about your show, and certainly tell us about your show as well. Yeah, so my show, my show. one of the things I saw also um, during my years as CEO is there were obviously good leadership practices and there were bad leadership practices and there were actually ones that really had an impact and ones that had did not have an impact. And what I do is I pick um, people to interview on my show that have really expertise in certain leadership practices or they have done it themselves. Mm-hmm. And we talk about how to implement it and what they can help you as a leader, how they can help you as a leader if you take some of the advice and the experience that they've had. So I've had John Blakey, who um, actually he was the uh, founder of the Trusted Executive Foundation and had many awards in the United States. I have Anna Frank, who is the head of the, um, she won the Louis Armstrong Award mm-hmm. for Outstanding Leadership in the United Kingdom, uh, Dr. John Gray, uh, and quite a few others. So any any subject that has to do with your leadership is in this show and we have very very powerful um, guests on the show that's wonderful that's wonderful and my next guest is someone you'll have to talk to her name is Maria um, Maria Norris and she wrote the unspoken cup code a businesswoman's no-nonsense guide to making it in the corporate world so she'd be a great one for you to talk to as well yeah Yeah. Yeah. so Kimberly, um, again, closing thoughts. How would you like to leave our listeners today in terms of your message? I think my message, my message to anybody, and and um, I, of course I focus on women, but to anyone trying to cr- climb the career ladder, um, or anyone who has faced with the challenge, there's always somebody else out else out there that had that challenge. Okay, so you don't need to feel alone. Okay, the best way is is do some 
some research, read some books, read some articles, listen to podcasts, exchange with other people, because then you can find new ideas and new ways to overcome those obstacles yourself. And somebody else out there has been there and done that, and you can learn from that. So be positive, and there's really no challenge too big. There's only challenges that can be made into opportunities. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for coming on the program. Kimberly Lewis, again, um, the name of your show is? Leadership Beyond Borders. And it's on Tuesday. Yeah, on the business channel. All right. And this, please tune in. Um, and this week we're going to be talking about, actually that's tomorrow, where we, we're going to be talking about the millennials. And we interview, I interviewed Bruce Tolkien and, um, you know, how to manage the millennials. Yeah. Thanks so much. Stay on the line for a minute. Thanks so much, Kimberly. All right, coming up next, we're going to talk more about women making it in the corporate world, in the business world. So this is a great uh, this is a great hour for uh, for women in business and for men in business too. You know, we all work together. You're listening to the Patricia Raskin Show right here on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. And uh, don't forget to tune in to Kimberly Lewis's show on Tuesday, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Business Channel. All right, stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.